With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. He's a well-respected high school football scout. Known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. He's a well-respected national high school football recruiting analyst. Craig, Craig Biggins. Together they bring you the transparent truth. The world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The transparent truth. Tr- 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 <laughs> welcome, welcome. You're now listening to The Transparent Truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. I'm in the building, the intercom building, off of Maslin and Wilshire, here in the Miracle Mile. Not in studio, but I got him on the line. My co-host, my friend, Mr. Greg Biggins of 247 Sports. GB, what it do? Hey, what's up, Keith? Caught me in mid-yawn. Mid-stretch. <laughs> Mid-stretch, I should say, not yawn. Hey, those, those, those are the best times when you got oh. that nice yawn, that good old stretch. Oh, man. Those Feels bones good. start cracking a little bit. You get a little bit more length in your in your gully. <laughs> but uh, great to have oh, you on. Blank. Yep. Great, great to have you on, Greg. Uh, short show today. Short show. We're talking some recruiting. Uh, we got a sleeper from out of South Orange County. And uh, we're talking a little Adidas 7-on-7 seven seven, since we both weren't there, but we did receive, or at least you did receive, updates. So we're going to touch on that. But uh, before we get anything rolling, GB, we always like to start off the show updating our fans and our listeners on recruiting. The Transparent Truth Recruiting Report. Hit us with what you got. Yeah, so we had one commitment this past week. Jaden King, Calabasas, running back, committed to Washington State. He took an unofficial visit over the weekend and really loved it and decided to go ahead and lock his spot in. Uh, big back, big power back. He's probably 6'1", 205-ish. Uh, runs pretty well, developing his hands a lot better. But he is a, uh, a nice fit in that one-back offense that they run because he has improved as a pass catcher. And he does have that downhill kind of physical running style. Missed most of last year, unfortunately, for Calabasas. Played Maybe like the last two or three games, he, he transferred in late from Desert Pine in Las Vegas. And as a result, he kind of, you know, did the, did the five-game sit-out. Once that was over, I, I guess there was additional um, issues that took a lot of time for him to get resolved. And finally, he got back maybe the game before the playoffs. So I expect him to have a, a pretty big year this year. Obviously, talk about Calabasas, talk about the great passing game that they're going to have and how wide open things should be for King as a running back. So Calabasas, really nice-looking offense. When you look at the receivers, look at the quarterback, Jaden Casey, Jermaine Burton, Larry Turner, uh, Johnny Wilson. Now you throw Jaden King running the football. It's a, it's a nice collection of skill talent there, Keith. So Washington State Cougars land Jaden King. Yeah, love King. Love the fit with a big back and a spread offense, Greg. Reason being, when you spread the field as an offense, it reduces the numbers in the box for the defense. And normally, nine times out of ten, there's one guy that is responsible for kind of making a tackle on a ball carrier based on a run fit. 
A big back like Jaden King, physical one-cut downhill runner, can drop his pads, run behind his pads, bust a tackle, and take the ball to distance if he has enough hamstring to get that done, GB. But I like to fit a big back, spread offense, be physical, downhill, set up your passing game. Yeah, so other than that, not a, not a whole lot going on um, from a, a recruiting standpoint. Um, a couple of new offers went out. Ty Marks, uh, Barry offensive lineman, got one from UNLV. Uh, he visited there over the weekend. The Polynesian uh, Combine was going on up there at Bishop Gorman High School. So a uh, big tie uh, who's been kind of an anchor for modern day uh, for the last couple of years. Last year he moved from, ta- uh, moved from guard to right tackle, then to left tackle when Miles Morale got hurt. So I think Ty is a natural center guard and uh, UNLV with the offer there. Um, a ton of players, obviously, uh, we'll talk about the Adidas tournament. A ton of players took unofficial visits to Florida. Um, so that was good for them. Locally, UCLA kind of does a nice job. They piggyback, uh, you know, Tom Lemon has his photo shoot on campus. So UCLA was able to get a lot of their uh, lot, lot of the, their top guys to do a little unofficial as part of that Tom Lemon deal. So uh, that was good for them. Uh, and then a couple of uh, interesting transfer notes, Keith. I don't know if you saw this one. Um, kind of an older older one we haven't talked about. Christian Dixon uh, trans, transferred from Diamond Ranch to Modern Day. Uh, but here in modern day, it's going to be hard. Uh, they're really cracking down on, on transfers for senior year. So all the ones that I've seen, for the most part, are going to be guys with at least two years of eligibility. Uh, they had some players last year who transferred, played football, and went back to their high school and graduated. Uh, so this year, I guess, uh, unless you have more than two years of eligibility, they're going to kind of kind of, kind of crack down on it. But Christian Dixon, uh, really good receiver going to modern day. Then this one. People, I think I tweeted this one out yesterday, Keith, and the name is so funny that people thought it was an April Fool's joke. But General <laughs> Booty, um, who yes. is part of one of the most famous football families that, that is out there. You know, Dan, uh, grandfather Johnny Booty, a longtime coach in Louisiana, Evangelical Christian High School, um, uncle John David Booty at USC, and then, you know, Josh Booty um, was considered by many as a better quarterback prospect than Peyton Manning. They both came out of Louisiana at the same time, the same year, but Josh Booty. Uh, end up, uh, he was like the fifth round, fifth overall pick in the draft of baseball. So he ended up going for baseball and just never panned out. But coming out of high school, man, he was extremely gifted. And then uh, his father's Abram Booty, who was the non-quarterback in the family. He was a receiver, went to LSU and did really well there. So General Booty um, is at Jay Sarah right now. So started his freshman year at Cornell Mar. Family moved to Texas, where his father Abram. Uh, was the head coach at a, uh, a school, Cornerstone Christian Academy, I believe. Uh, no longer the coach there. Somebody said they want to come back to Southern California. And so General Booty is going to be the quarterback. He'll compete probably with, with Trace Warren, who obviously Trace is an athlete, can also play some safety. Um, so it looks like General Booty could be the guy at Jay Sarah next year. I'm curious to see um, you know, how he looks and how he's developed. But you know, Jay Sarah's got a really stacked team a really good looking team Chris Street in the backfield if they can get a, a passing game to kind of go with Street it could be trouble in the Trinity League uh, General Booty 2021 he's, he's got two years to go he's only a sophomore right now he'll be a junior next year hey so, Greg um, yep. yes. I have a quick question I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off I thought you were no, done no, but I'm, I'm good uh, are there any truth to the rumors that his middle name is Firm <laughs> <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny if that is true. It would be awesome if it was. That would be and, a uh, pretty unbelievable name, a general firm booty. But yeah, there's so many things you could do with with that name. I mean, just uh, <laughs> there are. you and that booty, 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 booty. I mean, there's 
Yeah, this is a baseball player. He, his walk-up song, he would have so many options. Booty, 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 be, booty, rocking everywhere. Oh, yeah. man, that, that that would be awesome. So hopefully, uh, it's, a, it's a really cool family. I knew John David really well. He was actually a ball boy mm-hmm. uh, at the Elite 11 for us when he was just a oh, freshman. Okay. And it, was, it was funny. Uh, back in Elite 11, we used to have ball boys. And it was a year Chan Gailey came out to watch Carson Palmer end up seeing David Carr, uh, who had an incredible performance at this Elite 11 camp. And then he had a great year at Fresno State. He ended up choosing him, number one, and overall. Um, and I think Billy Carson ended up coming back for a senior year, but everybody there was going, hey, those, these counselors are pretty good, but who's this kid right here? Where's he going to, you know, what college is he going to be going to? Well, that's John David Booty. He's only a freshman right now. So right. Uh, elbow problems never really was as good as expected at USC. He did lead them to two Rose Bowls, which isn't too shabby. Right. But uh, he waited three years behind Matt Leinert and, like I said, just had some health issues, fifth-round draft pick. But, uh yeah, we'll see if General Booty can be the guy at Jay Sarah. It should be fun. Wow, they, it's, it's a lot of them. You know, they like you said, they've they've come through the high school football ranks, kind of in droves now, and uh, we'll see if General Firm Booty can get the job done <laughs> at Jay Sarah. And uh, GB, I know we got maybe a little bit more recruiting, but speaking of Jay Sarah, um, a lot of big time players at that school. No, Tom Lemming went by there and said he was impressed with the talent and the athletes that Jay Sarah now has on campus, GB. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I mean, we've been hyping up Jay Sarah for quite a while. Right. You know, unfortunately, you know, they have a couple of monsters in the, in the league, Modern Day and, and St. John Bosco, who aren't going anywhere anytime soon. But, you know, they are really, really young. They have a great freshman class coming in. Um, a lot of the IE Ducks kids who went to Modern Day and Centennial now are going to Jay Sarah. Uh, Jaden Genova, sophomore. Um, I mean, a lot of our guys are all freshmen, sophomores right now. Offensive line is extremely young, uh, other than you know Paul, uh, other than uh, the Percy, um, who's you know going to be a senior. But yep. Jeffrey Percy um, have a, a pastor on our church. His name is Paul Percy, so I got confused there for a second. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean next year, modern day with with Bryce Young and, and DJ at, at Bosco, they'll be number one and two in the league, number one and two in the nation. But the year after that. That's what people are saying. If, if Booty can be can be a dude, mm-hmm. with all the young talent and all the really good eighth graders that are coming into Jay Sarah, watch out for two years from now. Jay Sarah could could do some damage in that league, and also you do damage in that league, you're doing damage from a national national standpoint. standpoint too. Yes, so, yeah. Watch out for the watch out for the Jay Sarah Lions. Absolutely. Anything else on the recruiting front, GB? No, that's about it, man. There's always new offers going out, but that's that that's that's probably the the high points that I could see. Sounds good. Thank you so much for your recruiting report. It's time to move on. We're talking Sleeper of the Week. It's time for our Sit and Sleep Sleeper of the Week. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. All right, our sleeper of the week this week 
I like this kid, GB. Came to the Hall of Fame World Bowl Showcase. Also attended the Polynesian Bowl Combine and Showcase. Did very well, seems like, at both. Made the final five in Vegas. I was one of the top linemen at the Hall of Fame Showcase. We're talking about offensive tackle, 6'4", 270-pound Justin Williams out of Tesoro High School. Big Justin showing himself very well this offseason, competing at multiple events, um, earning the respect of his peers and of evaluators across the Western region. Shaping up to be a very good prospect, GB, out here in Southern California. Tesoro, a solid program. He's living over there in Cota de Casa. Um, this kid's got a bright future. Again, 6'4", 270, could be a guard, could be a tackle. I tend to think he's probably a left guard, Greg, at the next level. Um, yep. Really good pass blocker. Uh, he's a knee bender. He can move his feet. He's got a terrific punch on initial contact. Needs to get stronger, I think, in his lower body. Drop his pad level on run and when he run blocks. Uh, really get a little nastier on his finish. But Justin William, I, I think a kid who's ascending at the offensive line position, um, again, has had a very good offseason, been very productive, been very active. I know he was at the Under Armour All-American. I don't know what they call it. This is the camp. What is it, a camp? Is that what they call it? I think it's called Under Armour All-American. I'm not sure if it's called a camp or a combine. Okay. It's called the UA. Yeah, UA, the, the UA deal. UA combine? Yeah, the UA, UA combine. deal. Yeah. So, the, so uh, this kid's been active, Greg. He has not shied away from competition. That's what I'm trying to say. He's not shied away from competition. He's putting himself out there. And listen, if you want to go to college for free, you want to earn options to go to college for free, which we call offers, get out there and compete multiple events Put your tape out there from games one through ten, and let the people judge for themselves. No, he was at the uh, the opening regional as well. So okay. opening regional mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. was that February or March, and then from like a couple weeks later, it was the Under yep. Armour. Then it was the Hall of Fame. Yeah, um, and then it was this past week in Vegas. So dude, he's been to four yes events. So uh, yeah, getting out you know, really strong. I definitely agree. Guard. Mm-hmm. Um, 100. percent I think it's probably closer to six three than six four, but real, real stocky, upper, you know, got that barrel chested upper body, mm-hmm. uh, real mature looking kid, strong. Um, but like you said, uh, you know, n- nice kid, nice off season, no offers yet. Um, he'll take a bunch of trips and uh, you know do some camps over the over the off season. You know, all these combines, they're all great, but it's always good. I would say, man, go to where the colleges can actually watch you. Go to a you know, what is it, the Redlands event, they have like eight colleges will be there working out, or the Point uh, Point Lomba one, I believe. It's APU, excuse me, is always a big one. Yep. So hopefully he ends the spring and summer with a couple offers going, to, going into his senior year. Yeah, no, I, um, I reiterate those sentiments. I, I tend to think, and this is just my personal opinion, I tend to think if there are not college coaches, college scouts, in attendance, it, it would be hard for me to send my son there because that's you know, not to not to discredit anyone else, but if you're looking for those offers, those are the best place to to be seen for those offers. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. So, um, kid's done a nice he's done a nice job. Williams has done a nice job. So, congratulations, you're this week's sleeper of the week. Congrats, Justin. Let's move along. Um, Talking a little 
Adidas 7-on-7. So let's just, let me just say this. I wasn't there, but from afar, Adidas looks like they did a great job of uh, showing the boys a good time, uh, putting on a event that seemed clean um, and, and free of shenanigans or, or at least violence. Um, so I was, I'm happy about that. I'm always happy for the young men to get out there, get a chance to compete uh, and showcase their talents in an environment that's conducive to them uh, being safe and secure around people who love the game, but no, but more importantly, Greg, that respect the game. So that's just my uh, that's just my little spiel. So you know more than I know, Greg. Why don't you go ahead and, and jump in? Yeah. So I wasn't there either, but you know was was following it online, and then uh, obviously you know talked to Steve Wilfong, uh, one of my coworkers who was out there covering it for us, and uh, it was an all Southern California final, which. You know, if you're a Southern California guy, I think that's always kind of a cool deal. Uh, these are these are teams from all over the place, uh, all Adidas sponsored teams. You have to, you know, go to one of the regionals, I believe, um, to kind of get invited. Or, or I think you can kind of just get invited. Uh, I know team, o- team 808 from Hawaii, obviously a little tougher for them to get to a regional, so they were there. But you know, all the top Florida teams. You know, last year, you know, we saw South Florida Express run through everybody. They were back out there this year, along with Team Tampa. You had FSP from Washington. Um, you had uh, some top teams from guys from Georgia, um, you know Harrison Bailey's hustle team, which is a Georgia and uh, Tennessee team. But it came down to a couple teams who have a very strong dislike for each other. That would be Ground Zero and Premium, uh, Malik James, Armand Hawkins, um, and in the end, it was the Bryce Young-led Premium squad who won with the two-second left touchdown do they go for one in the tide no they went for two and the win and they got it so a little controversy at the end i'm looking following this at all keith online it's been uh it's, it's kind of all over our you know our sports unlimited facebook page but apparently um willie cleveland who i like a lot had a really good uh he had a really good offseason apparently they either ran him off the sideline when the play started or if not, he was pretty darn close to the sideline and right up the field. But uh, a lot of people are saying the video evidence is, is crystal clear. It shows that Willie was on the sideline when the play started, ran off, uncovered. Bryce hit him for a 40-yard deep bell. Uh, time expired. Conversion. Bryce touchdown. Excuse me, two-point conversion. And uh, let the celebration ensue. So um, either way, Keith, you know, like I said, uh, winning and losing at this event, I, I never really cared. I, don't, I can't remember the last event that I actually stayed for the championship. Steve actually stayed, which is kind of, I guess that's great for Steve, but it's more <laughs> about the players who stepped up. And uh, so obviously, uh, Bryce had a great event, but he said his alpha dog was Sam Hewer. He said that FSP team was, was rolling and through pull play, he was shocked that they actually lost, it, lost the game this whole offseason. They, they, they looked so good. And he said, Sam, he played a game against Hustle Inc. Uh, which was the Harrison Bailey-led team yeah. where he didn't have an incomplete pass the whole entire game. Mm-hmm. Not a single incomplete pass. So uh, Steve loved him. Obviously, I mentioned Bryce, but I guess Jaden Delora from Hawaii, uh, leading Team 808. Uh, right now, offers from Hawaii and Western Michigan. But uh, this is a kid who I saw in Vegas also, and I, I think he's got uh, – a chance to be closer to a, a double-digit offer guy. You know, Hawaii's had some success the last few years 
um, St. Louis High School uh, getting guys to the next level, and, and they've had some success. So I think Jaden is is the next guy, probably six one in cleats, probably closer to six you know six feet without them. But uh, really good looking player. I do like him a lot. I think he can play. Um, you know, Harrison Bailey apparently had a had a good event. Lucas Lenhoff, and all he does is win. Uh, Cathedral quarterback out of the 2022 class, uh, extremely efficient. Carson Beck, who's a committed kid, uh, going to Georgia already. Mm-hmm. Carson's from Jacksonville, Florida, so I know uh, he had a really good event. Um, that's kind of from a you know a wide receiver or kind of a skill standpoint. G. Scott, another great event for him. Roman Wilson. Uh, he was the receiver for St. Louis High School. A really good event for him. LB Bunkley Shelton, Chad Johnson both did really well uh, out there defensively. Uh, he raved about Keely Ringo. Uh, he raved about Jared Greenfield. Um, I've also liked Jared a lot. I, I think, you know, he's back at Narbonne now, Southern California. He was at Crenshaw two years ago. Went to Utah last year, played for uh, Orem, I believe. But he's at, he'll be at Narbonne this year, so Greenfield. Really good event. Another big event for Darion Green-Warren, uh, JT Tui-Malau, Savelle Smalls. Kind of the usual suspects. Damani Jackson apparently was a top freshman there, uh, looking like uh, a grown man already, even though he's just a, a young pup. So good event overall, like you mentioned. Um, oh, Jada McMillan, he said, was was uncoverable as well. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I was going to mention best, that. Yep. Probably the best deep threat that was there. Um you know, Lathan Ransom, who's probably a top two or three safety, great event. Another one, another great event for Rajon Davis, the linebacker from Modern Day, who's shown pretty unbelievable cover skills for a, a 205-pound linebacker making plays down the field. Uh, Jaden Davies as well. So, um, overall, I guess a lot of the guys we've been talking about already, uh, but this is a national stage, so it's always good to see the guys who, you know, are good regionally go play against a national on a national stage and, and kind of show how good they are. So, that's kind of the breakdown right there. Premium over over ground zero, last second play, and uh, then all the all the usual guys that we've been talking about for the last year, uh, <laughs> along with again those FSP kids, uh, yeah. West Coast very well represented. Yeah, a uh, couple things. First off, uh, congratulations to Premium, and congratulations to the West Coast um, teams that went out there and represented. Especially because I know I went hard on them last year at this time when they allow the Florida teams to come out here and just smack them around. So hopefully Coach Keith's words inspired <laughs> the coaches and the players to practice and get out there and perform. But it seems like they practice, Greg. How else would I you have? Well, I, I don't know. How else would you have so. a Willie Cleveland special play standing on the sidelines? <laughs> and, and, and speaking of that play, Greg. Oh, it's called the Willie Cleveland. Uh, spe- Cleveland special. Speaking of that play, what – I. I know what the rules are in the game of football, okay? I know what the rules are. What are the rules when you talk about seven-on-seven? Or do you know what the rules are in terms of guys being on the field before the play and guys not being on the field? What what, what are, Are there rules or are there just no rules? I mean, I'm pretty confident that even if it's seven-on-seven, you still have to be on the field. (laughs) <laughs> when the play starts, right? okay. I believe that is the, a universal kind of a rule. But uh, you know, hey, people were calling it a trick play. I guess you could say it was it was genius scheming by Malik Milvon James. St- 
stacked everybody to the right side, put a running back in motion to the right. There was no one on the left side of the field. All of a sudden, here comes this guy wide open. I saw the play on Twitter. Steve actually had a pretty good video of it. And you can see Bryce looking right, looking right, all of a sudden goes back to his back shoulder. You see a guy streaking down the sideline wide open. It's Big Willie Cleveland. It's a touchdown. So whether it was cheating or not, I wasn't there. I'm not going to comment on that. It was a nice throw, a nice catch by Bryce and Willie Cleveland. Um, I, like I said, uh, whatever the rule was, uh, apparently uh, Adidas, if the refs either didn't see it or they didn't want to call it, I, I guess the scoreboard, you can say the scoreboard, as Jim Rome used to say, the scoreboard never lies and, and end up being a premium championship. So. Hats off to Ground Zero. Hats off to that group and Armand and, and those guys for representing. And then, uh, like you said, man, you, you did challenge the Southern California teams. But one thing about Premium, they were missing about 13 of their regular guys. So they were they were kind of getting getting players that weren't even on their, on their team to come out and play. That's why it was kind of interesting. You know, the, usually you talk, talk about chemistry. You know, FSP just drills teams because they, they're – you can tell they, they actually practice mm-hmm. a lot. Sure. Um but premium, I mean, they grabbed a couple of Arizona, Deshaun Robinson and, and Lathan Ransom from from uh, Arizona. From Arizona, yeah. Um, I think Bryce's top receiver, I forgot the name, but he was an Alabama commit who they were able to bring in. Um, so they got it done without their normal dudes out there. I don't think they had, you know, hardly any of their their normal receiver crew. Sounds uh, like I, a I pickup basketball game. Sounds like it. Hey, you know, hey, want to run with us? <laughs> you yeah, you want to no, run exactly. with us? All right, we got our exactly. five. Let's go. Yeah, no, Archbishop Rump, Coy Moore, the former USC commit from Louisiana. Yes, he was, he yes. Was playing for premium. Oh. So they were literally just grabbing guys and, and going out and playing, and, and, and they end up winning. Yeah, hey. Um, I remember, you know, playing a pickup basketball game, and uh, I don't know, I was probably 13 years old, 12 years old, and I had we had four. We needed five to run, and Shea Cotton walked in the gym. I said, hey, Shay, you want to run with us? He said, yeah, Keith, let's run. And we probably won eight games in a row, Greg. Shoot, man, I believe that with Shay. Oh, trust me. Trust me, it happened. Me, my brother, Lawrence O'Keefe, Shay Cotton, and the last person was, it might have been Tony Bland. It might have been Tony Bland. Um, and, you know, you it can happen that way. So, uh, congratulations there. You, you talked a little bit about I think you said Steve's um, alpha dog was Sam Hewitt, correct? Is that correct? Correct, correct. Um, Sam is that he's that good as a quarterback, especially in this type of setting. He's like a Bryce Young. He's just unstoppable. You can't stop him. He's, he, he understands the game too well. His weapons are w- way too talented than the other defensive backs. He sees the field with no pass rush, and he has a uncanny ability to put the ball exactly where he wants. I, that's why I'm so high on Sam. Accuracy. I'm a big accuracy guy if you're a quarterback. Oh, when you can put 100%. the ball where you want to put the ball, whether it be left shoulder, right shoulder, low on away, um, high in the back of the end zone, that means something to me, man. It means a lot to me. It, and Sam is a guy who just, he's got an uncanny ability to be extremely accurate. And that's why I really, really like him. I mean, I really, really like Sam Heward. And there's that's not 
no surprise why he, I guess he led the country in passing yards last year. Greg, is that correct? Can, can I believe you, it is. Yeah. I, I believe I, it is. Uh-huh. Um, no, I, I echo, you know, back in the Elite 11 days, Bob Johnson was, was the lead coach, and, and he used to preach this. He said the two most important things, characteristics for a quarterback, it's not size, it's not arm, it's not athleticism. Number, number one is accuracy. Mm-hmm. Number two is toughness. And mm-hmm. accuracy, he goes, there's nothing worse than you see your receiver break open. You got perfect protection. Your guy drops back. The crowd's on their feet. Get ready to play the fight song. You just score a touchdown, and the quarterback either overthrows it or underthrows it, and it's just now. Now it's third and ten. There's nothing worse than having an open guy, big play, and you can't deliver the ball to him on time. Accuracy is so huge, and then by toughness, he didn't mean being able to go and fight someone. Toughness, no, it's the it's the lead. Yep. Yeah, the being leadership. Cool and calm yep. with, with danger around you. Yep, that's that's called toughness. It's, mm-hmm. it's being able to take a shot and stand in there. It's, yep. it's being that guy. So I agree, one hundred percent. I agree. Um, so I yeah. And then Bryce Young, I've I've long said this, Greg, many a times on this show, that I would in a seven on seven setting. Bryce Young is like the seven on seven king. He's the goat. In a seven on seven, I mean, I don't know how many games he's lost in his career. I remember one time, I, I think maybe it was last year or maybe early this year. They said. This is the first game he's ever lost in 7-on-7 seven seven or, or something like that. Um, or first tournament he's ever lost or, or something to that fact. But he's just, again, he's one of those guys who's has that accurate ability, that quick release, and that leadership quality. And I think it's, you know, it's no, no surprise for me. I think people know Bryce Young is my guy. I mean, I love Bryce Young and how he plays the game of football. Seven on seven or in pads. I have his final drive versus IMG recorded on my phone. And sometimes, Greg, when I'm at the dinner table eating and I need a little shot of juice, I'll turn on that drive and I'll just watch him articulate it. I watch him articulate that drive with his mind, with his feet, with his arm. And, man, it was a beaut, Greg. I mean, if you just go back and watch that drive, it's a all-time legendary high school football drive by a quarterback. It'll remind you of a Brady drive in the Super Bowl. It'll remind you of Sam Darnold in the Rose Bowl. It's just special, man. And he did not, and just the fact that he doesn't flinch one iota when the chips are down and the money is on the table. I mean, the guy is just, he's just, he's a magician. He just gets it done. And I ride with guys like that. Don't tell me about size. Don't tell me about arm strength. Tell me about a guy in the biggest game on the biggest drive, just shows up and just says, I'm here, this is ours, let's go, and dives into the end zone to take the lead. That's my guy. That's my guy. So that's all I got for him, GB. What do you yeah, say? Yeah, no, that's uh, that's good. You know, just, just to, sh- just, you know, a quick shout-out because I know we got our guys uh, – Brandon Huffman, Blair Angula were out there in Vegas. Just mm-hmm. want to give a quick shout out to some of the some of the linemen. You know, we talk a lot about seven on seven and quarterbacks and Bryce and whatnot, but 
it's all about the trenches, right? So, um, Ty Marks, Kobe Pepe, uh, Koba Fumamatu, mm-hmm. Ayolani Ross. Who? Ayolani Ross. Oh, I thought you said something else. No, Ayolani. He's from. You, that was uh, a name. Sky okay. Ridge, Utah. Really okay. good guy. He looked really good at the SoCal opening region. I'm okay. probably butchering, butchering his name, but it's <laughs> Ayolani R A A S S Ross. Okay. I totally thought R. you said something else. You thought I said something that just have the R rock. Yeah. Um, uh, our boy, Nofo Afia. Nofo, yes. Did we have him as a sleeper of the week? Or we did. did. About him? No, no, we did. So Nofa. Mm-hmm. And then uh, also a kid from uh, Kapolei, Hawaii, uh, Maciel. I'm going to kill this last name. Afaesi. Okay. That wasn't bad. Okay. I don't know so how you pronounce it, but that wasn't bad. Play, oh, those guys all performed really, really well and got uh, got invited to the Polynesian uh, Poly Bowl in, in Hawaii at the end of the year. So uh, a couple of guys we've seen a lot: Kobe Pepe, Ty Marks. Yep. We've seen a lot of a lot of Koba. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of uh, a lot of Nofo Afia. Mm-hmm. So uh, all those guys got the golden tickets. Huff and Blair said it was a pretty pretty solid event. Noah Sewell was their alpha dog, but. Uh, no Fia Tulofono was uh, was probably their top offensive player. Chris Street uh, was also out there, and Matt Dyke. So uh, just showing a little bit of love for the for the trench the trench warriors, along with you know running back Chris Street out there as well. So that's all I got for the week, Keith. That's all I got today. Yeah. Hey, great job by those guys, and uh, congratulations on your invites. And uh, that kind of does it. A little short show today, but that's okay. Uh, Tune in Friday. We should have a great interview with one of the top offensive linemen on the West Coast and possibly in the country. But uh, I'm not going to tell you who it is. Just be tuning in for Friday. Hopefully we get that done. Without further ado, there's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Reggie Hammond. Yeah, I'll be cool.